Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Uniquely Made Radio. And tonight we'll be talking about disability and finances, also savings. Now, finances and disability, it's a really hard topic because as you know, being disabled, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of limitations that goes along with it. And it's especially hard with finances because a lot of us are on fixed income that come from Social Security, like our SSI and our SSDI. And if you're like me, you know that that basically only pays for rent. So you have to find other ways to supplement your income, whether it's getting a part-time job or turning a passion into some money, like drawing, illustration, writing, editing, making things, designing t-shirts, and selling them. You have to do whatever you have to do to make that extra income. But with that, we find out that if it's over what the government calls our government resource limit, which is $2,000, our benefits can be cut. And that's all bad. Because we have to live. We have things we want and need. Um, but the first thing you have to do is find out how much money you have coming in. Earned and unearned income. Earned income is income from jobs, wages, salary, or even your little side hustle. If you get paid from it weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, it is a wage or a salary. And unearned, unearned income is free income. Basically, like your SSI, SSDI benefits, your workers' comp, your veterans' benefits, food stamps, or gifts from families, family or friends. That's all unearned income. So you have to add all of that up and the total is the amount of income that you get a month. So stay tuned. Find out what tips I use and more tips to help you get better control of your finances and help you save Now, once you've calculated all of the money you have coming in a month, next, you sit down and you write out everything you have to do. Your personal needs and your wants. 
Me personally, I do this on the 28th of every month. My upcoming budget for the next month. I write out my personal needs, whether it's my rent, my utilities, my cell phone, my business expenses, clothes, shoes, personal hygiene, what have you. And I write out my wants. Whether I want to go out for a night on the town, take a trip, go to a movie, go out to dinner, buy a birthday gift for a friend or a family member. Whatever it is, I write it out. And I set up two columns. Plan to pay and actually paid. In the plan to pay section, I write out what I plan to pay for it, each item, and I total it up. That's the amount of money that I set aside for all of those. And I'll probably put a little bit more in for a cushion in case something happens. Then I, when I actually do the things and actually pay, I write down every single price that I actually paid for each item. And I total it up and that'll give me the amount of money that I spent for the month. And it'll also give me leeway to see maybe what I need to set aside for the next month in case I have the same recurring expenses. Um... But the key to this is to save your receipts. Save your receipts. And it works wonders. Because you will know what you've spent and what you haven't spent. And you won't be wondering. It works wonders. Also... When it comes to that, it's probably best to set up a checking account or even a savings account if you don't want um, a checking account. That way, your bills can automatically be paid through your checking account, your subscriptions, whatever you have. And whatever's left over can go over into your savings. Now, savings is hard to touch because if you don't see it, you won't know it's there. Now, that's a good thing because if you don't know it's there, you won't spend it. But the key to all of this is to do your research and do it based on your situation and circumstances. Do not base it on what people tell you or what somebody else is doing. Because it has to work for you. And just because it works for me doesn't mean it'll work for someone else. And just because it works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. Okay? So, simply... Just do your research.
But there are also governmental programs set up to help us be able to save for what we want and need. We just have to, again, do our research and see what works for us. First, you have, we have past accounts. Past means plan to achieve self-support. And they are accounts set up by Social Security that helps you to save towards a work goal, like getting a job, a down payment on a car, or starting your own business. Buying a computer to start your own business. Then you have special needs accounts. Special needs trusts. Excuse me. The trust is specifically designed for a family or friend to set it up so that they can deposit money into it for you. And whatever money is in it can be used to help pay for big expenses. Then you have individual development accounts or IDAs. They are accounts that are set up to help low-income people save for school and to buy assistive technology and to start their own businesses. But the thing about them is that whatever is put into the IDA, the program matches it by a dollar or more. But in order for you to get the matched amount, you have to basically agree to the terms, which are Regularly contribute to the account or take free money management courses. Excuse me. But then you have ABLE accounts. ABLE accounts are fairly new. They are tax-advantaged savings accounts for a person with a disability or their families. And the minimum amount you can save in an ABLE account is $3,000. So basically, what you have to do, like I said, is do your research. Thoroughly do your research. Talk to the right people. Think about your circumstance, your situation, and figure out which is best for you. Because You can't do something that someone else is doing because they're doing it. It may not work for you. And know that just because it has to be done differently doesn't mean it can't be done. Okay, you all, it's getting late. So I will see you all in my next podcast tomorrow with Miss Wheelchair Alabama. Whitney Ford. Bye-bye.